You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's dive into the Big 12 tournament. Number four seed Baylor going against number five seed Iowa State. We have Baylor laying four and a half, total of 134. Jinx, I think I have been wrong on just about every Baylor game I've bet on because the metrics like Baylor. They're a good team. Uh, I like them, but I just haven't had the right side on some of their games, especially on the road. Maybe like that's the differentiator here, but still, this is a neutral court. This is not a home game for Baylor. Uh, Iowa State has been pesky, uh, one of the better teams in the Big 12 for the first half of the season, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your read? Do you have an angle that you like? Ah, man. I, you know what? I'm going to rely on the old adage here, which is going to be funny because I'm going to contradict myself later on the show with one of my best bets. But it is hard to beat a team three times in the same season. Iowa State has beaten Baylor twice this year, which I, I can't believe. But Baylor is definitely the better team. Now this line has moved, I think from two to four and a half. So maybe you're losing some value there, but this is such a talented backcourt with Keontae George and Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer. And remember Caleb grill has left the Iowa state program. Probably the best player on that team left a, left a couple of weeks ago, I should say. So this line, this fine. I feel like this line now that it's moved is right there, but I would still lay the points with Baylor here. Better coach team, better players. It's time for them to get one. Well, and plus Baylor has the postseason experience, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that matters in like conference tournaments? Because I think it definitely matters in like the later stages of March mm-hmm. Madness. But like this is a Baylor team that has some experience in the postseason. Oh, absolutely. I think that matters in a big way. And I, I wonder. This is maybe maybe related. I wonder if we're going to see this with North Carolina because they look good yesterday. We'll find out what happens yeah. today against Virginia. But when you have these players who have that postseason experience and they're sort of waiting to get to the postseason and they know they have the talent to do it, they're unfazed by it. I remember Carolina went to the national championship game last year and Baylor has won mm-hmm. a national championship. So there's a lot of experience when you talk about clubs like that where they're not going to shy away from the moment. And I think that helps the Bears side as well. Right. And they just have that other gear that they go to Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what North Carolina did last year. They underperformed the entire regular season and just turned it on at the right moment. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we see those type of teams make some kind of run again. Staying in the Big 12, let's go to K-State and TCU. Spread on this one, TCU minus two, total 146 and a half. This feels like a microcosm microcosm of the Big 12 where it feels like a toss-up just about every single game. This is one of those games where both of these teams are good. The spread is short. Uh, So I think I would take the points with K-State just because I think 
anytime you feel like a team has a good shot to win a game outright, you take the points. But also this spread has moved. Went from two to now it's two and a half. Uh, Juice to that at minus 15 over at BetMGM for K-State. So, Jenks, do you take the points here, or do you think uh, you lay it with the horny toads? I'm laying it with the horny toads. I'm not going to play this game. I'm trying to be very disciplined with the games that I play because there are a lot of games I want to play today. Like, I'm, I, I honestly want to do one of those those cards where I just lay out seven or eight games, but I don't have the guts to do it. But two things to keep in mind here. Now, if you're on K-State's side, you have to like the fact that Eddie Lampkin Jr. for TCU is done, left the team for personal reasons. That is a loss. However, when Mike Miles Jr. is in the game, and I know you're a fan of his, he is a great player. And when he was in the lineup earlier this year, TCU rolled Kansas State. I don't really trust Kansas State away from home. They were very, very good against the number when playing in Manhattan, but not good away from their home court. So I'm going to bank on TCU, the money, and Mike Miles Jr. having a big day. So I'm going to lay it with the horny toads, as you say. I'll make the case for the other side. TCU has not okay. been great as a favorite in their last three matchups as favorites. They are 0-3 against the spread with outright losses in two of those. A loss to Kansas as three-point favorites. A loss to OU as two-point favorites. So I don't think it's a team that like I would want to put my money on. Like Maybe they win, but again, I think K-State can hang with them. Uh, it's a K-State team that I think is really well-coached. And also, they are winners of four of their last five games against the spread. So, trending in the right direction. And the market, still not hot on K-State, a team that I think is pretty solid. So, I'll take the points with K-State, but not going to make the card for me. Uh, this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. I'm Chelsea Messenger. He's Michael Jenkins. Uh, coming up in 10 minutes, we talk baseball, everything Mets, with Odyssey's MLB insider, John Heyman. That's uh, next segment. But continuing on with college hoops, let's head to the Big East. Number 20, Providence uh, faces off with number 14, UConn. The Huskies laying seven and a half. Total 143 and a half. Yesterday, we had Kate Constable on the show who said, look out for the Huskies. They're going to be a tough team to beat in March and a, certainly a, a tough go in the Big East tournament. But this is a seven and a half point spread. We've seen this scenario before. And I have talked myself in to taking the points with Providence. It did not go well. The last time these two met, it was a UConn blowout. Jenks, do we expect the same here? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go under here. And I don't think it's the right side. This total open at 145. It's already come down a point and a half. When it comes to pace of play, these are two of the slower teams in the country. And both matchups this season in Big East play hit the under as well. Once again, one of those early start times. So when you talk about pace of play, when you talk about earlier this season, the money's headed in the right direction. It's an early afternoon game. I think that skews to the under as well. So let's go under 143 and a hook. I like that. But I think I like UConn laying the points a little bit better. This is a team that has really hit their stride to end the season. And you look at them in this spot. They've been fantastic. They have covered four straight against the number, all his favorites, and all of, you know, three of the four games, big favorites, seven and a half point favorites mm -hmm. against St. John's, uh, seven and a half point favorites against Providence, and 17 and a half point favorites against DePaul. Covered every single one of those numbers, scoring at least uh, 88 or 87 points in three of their last four. So I like the way that UConn is going. I think I will lay it with 
the Huskies. Let's go to number six, Villanova, uh, against three seed, I should say. Those are their seeds. Uh, Creighton, we've got Creighton laying five and a half, total 134 and a half. Jenks, who do we like, or do we like a total? I think this is too many points. Now, normally I would worry about Villanova having already played. And I think that's something to take into consideration here, right? When you're handicapping these tournament games, because many of these teams, if you're a, a lower seed here, you played the day before, but also Villanova played Georgetown. That's a pickup game. That's just taking a few shots and not, I mean, they blew out the Hoyas. I think Patrick Ewing is going to be gone after a couple of seasons. Really sad. Georgetown only seven wins. The point is Villanova was not tested yesterday. And the Wildcats are six and four against the number as an underdog this season. They are also four and one against the spread in their last five games overall. They beat Creighton outright just a couple of weeks ago. It's a tournament game. These games tend to be tight. So I'm going to go with the Wildcats here. Yeah, I'm pretty torn on this one. Initially, mm -hmm. I thought this was a really low total, but we're seeing this total dropping. It opened at 135. Now it's down to 134 because. That's the thing about Creighton. When they are shooting, and they are shooting well, which is, you know, on paper, they're pretty mm -hmm. good at shooting the two-pointer, um, they can score a lot of points. Does this total seem low to you? It has to be something to do with Villanova, right? Maybe their yeah, pace of I, play? I think that's what it is. I think it's probably these two teams are going to slow it down. And also, if you think Creighton... I think the the risk here, or if you're looking at a total, is if you have a team like Craig, you think Trayton's going to run away with this or be up late, then what happens Like they start holding onto the basketball, right? Because it's not going back and forth, and they start to wean time off the clock, and maybe that leans to the under as well. That's the only thing I can think of here. I'm more focused on the spread and leaning cats, but I don't mind the under. Well, and also, if you think it's a lower-scoring game, one would think you take the points. When points are at a premium, you're getting over five points. I think that's a solid play as well. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.